This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network. After Buzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. After Buzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everyone, and happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the Survivor After Show for Season 31, Survivor Second Chance, Episode 12. I'm your host, James Wallington. Unfortunately, Susanna will not be joining us this evening. She's a little under the weather. But Mm -hmm. back in the studio this week, we have... Hey, guys. I'm Paige Bonanno. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Paige Bonanno. We definitely missed you, Paige, I know. I missed you guys last week, too. And I I missed recapping last week because it was two jam-packed action episodes. Right. Right. That were so good. Craziness, I know. But luckily tonight was just as good, so we can make up for lost time. Right, there. exactly. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Before we dive right into this episode, I do want to give a shout out to someone who left a comment on our after show last week. His name is Oscar Rangel. Oscar. And I think he preaches a lot of wisdom. And this That's is right. in regards to a lot of our viewers. He says, calm down, you guys. I like hearing other people's perspective on the game, and they have a lot of personality, which makes this show fun. All I have to say is, thank you, Oscar, thank for you, putting Oscar. things into perspective. Yes. Because at the end of the day, the three of us, Mm -hmm. we love Survivor a lot. We may not like it as much as you or love it as much as the other person, but at the end of the day, we're fans of the Mm -hmm. show. So when we come into the studio every Wednesday night, we watch the episode just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. We take notes while we watch the show and what's I think is really fun is that the three of us have, you know, different perspectives on how the game should be played, what we're seeing, or different takes Mm -hmm. on conversations that are being on the show. Right. So for me, what I want to just address is that I love the conversations that strike up on social media every week with me on Twitter, on YouTube, on Instagram about the show Survivor. But 
if we do not see eye to eye, <laughs> just because our opinions do not line up with the rest of everyone else, please just have a little bit more respect for us because right. we love this show. And when I say I'm a super fan, I'm not even joking. I'm the type of fan that like oh, James is a super fan. Party is growing up. <laughs> I'm a nut about it. Yeah. So. All I'm saying is, last week, I'm sorry if our opinions offended anyone, but I just bring to the table opposing arguments just to see what kind of conversation we can stir up. Right. So that's all I'm going to say. And as James pointed out, you know, like, all three of us as the hosts, we all started watching Survivor at different points in our life. You know, we all have different opinions. It's the same as any other thing that people have opinions on. You know, like, you may not agree with somebody, but, you know, still have some class, be nice about it, you know, everybody has different opinions, and just go about it in a classy way. And to tie it in with the game of Survivor, you know, that's what this season is most compelling mm-hmm. about to me, is the fact that everyone on the show is either old school, or right. middle school, or new school. Exactly. So their perspectives on how to play the game is vastly different from one another. So that same goes for us as viewers and fans of the show, our opinions are going to be a lot different from one another. And that's what makes this show fun, is to have those conversations with one another and people in our episode. live chat look like they're agreeing with us as well, saying, you know, smart, James, I agree with you, James, calm down, people. Like, <laughs> so, you know. That's all I'm saying. Right. I, I love everyone, and we appreciate your loyalty to our show every week, and of course, we can't make everybody happy with our opinions. Right. So we'll try our best. <laughs> all right, you guys, so let's dive right into tonight's episode. It was a good one. Oh, what my did God. you think overall, Paige? <sighs> I just thought it was craziness, you know, coming off of last week, I figured that, you know... Joe was going to be the one to go home, and it's. It, I think it needed to be done. It was. It was a little sad for me, but I think. I mean, I think they did what they had to do in order to survive. To survive. So. All I kept thinking about was poor Susanna because Joe is on her, on her fantasy team. draft team. I know. And- we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Again, she lost another person, so that's three in a row. So she lost Sierra, Steven, and... Oh, wait, did you have Steven? No, I had Steven, yeah. Oh, so, I, we haven't looked mind. at our fantasy <laughs> thing in so long, but... So she just lost those two, yes. right? She's still three. Okay. So, so I lost Steven. I liked this episode. I kind of figured it was kind of the end for Joe, which yeah. is unfortunate. But, you know, when you're winning immunity after immunity, of course, like, mm-hmm. someone's going to take you out eventually. Right. Which we saw tonight. Um, the episode opens up with the conversation between Jeremy and Spencer on the beach. Jeremy's kind of giving props to Spencer about the fact that that was a great move last night. And I have to agree. I think Spencer made a really great move Mm -hmm. because I think Steven and Spencer are kind of similar in some respects. And in this case, I think Spencer's a little threatened by his relationship, by Steven's relationship with Jeremy. So by Spencer's threatened by Steven's relationship with Jeremy. So by taking out Steven, that's going to pull Want, that's going to have Jeremy, Jeremy want to pull wanna... Steve, uh, Spencer closer. Exactly. So Which now happened. Spencer's kind of like yeah. buddy-buddy with Jeremy Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a really smart and strong move that was well executed yeah, on I, Spencer's Yeah, I agree behalf. with that. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that, for sure. And it seemed like it worked. I mean, they were pretty pretty tight this episode. Right. And even Spencer said, you know, for once I've, I've made a move, I took Steven out, but I can't become a game bot and start treating people like game bots. Mm-hmm. Jeremy is someone I want to keep a relationship with. So I think Jeremy, 
I think Spencer did good damage control, if there was even right. need for it, mm-hmm. at making a big move, but still keeping that relationship with Jeremy close, which sure. I think people, if they're going to praise someone's game, I think Spencer is doing a good job at that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Then we see a little bit of FaceTime with good old Kimmy Kappenberg. Kimmy! It's Kappen in. All girls, it's Kappen in. She wants to get that all, all girls alliance going. She, which I thought was really interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. After Tribal Council, obviously she was a little blindsided because one of her allies, Steven, which we saw throughout this this game, she has a really close relationship with her, with Steven and Jeremy. Mm-hmm. So she was a little blindsided when Steven went home mm-hmm. that she's starting to think, okay, well now I need to start taking control of my own destiny. It's right. towards the end of the game, so I can't falter for that. So she's uh, kind of proposing the idea to Wentworth on the hammock that let's say Joe loses immunity, mm-hmm. he goes home. Well, that leaves the four, leaves four of girls. us women. And that's then majority. We, we're taking over the game after that. Right, exactly. Because she said, I did not come out here and leave my family to be someone's pawn. So it's time for me to start making Damn, moves. Damn, Kimmy. So I kind of liked kind of this evolution of Kimmy because we haven't really seen her. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. And when we don't, it's like, we want more Kimmy. And I loved seeing Kimmy tonight. But I saw a really good tweet um, and a few things online. I'm a part of this group called Previously on Survivor. Again, I'm that much of a fan on Facebook. And some (laughs) people were saying that it was really interesting that Kimmy would want to start or plant seeds for an all-girls alliance. But if we go back to the episode where Monica got voted out, do you kind of see that as like a double standard, hypocritical? Kind of. I mean, when Monica was in here, she was kind of saying, you know, I don't, it seems like Kimmy has something against women, you know. She like never wants to work with them. She's trying to get them out all the time, and then we see Kimmy being the leader and take in doing this all girls immunity, right? So, or all girls alliance. Sorry. So it, I mean, it seems a little strange. I don't think that Kimmy had anything against women in the first place. No. I, you know, I mean, it, it was weird the thing that happened with Monica. I I definitely think so, but I don't think she had anything against women, right? And I I can see why people some. Like, why some people think that it's a little double standard and hypocritical of Kimmy to want to start forming a female alliance. And, okay, in our live chat, too, Sheena123 said, Monica brought up the women's alliance to Kimmy, and Kimmy shut it down. Mm -hmm. So I totally forgot. Like, I was thinking, you know, how she, like, got her out, but... Monica specifically said, let's bring an all-girls alliance. Mm-hmm. And Kimmy said, no, absolutely not, and went crazy and got her out. Like, But this is why I think Kimmy is playing it smart now, because it is the final eight. Right. You're so close to the end. She's realizing I was just blindsided, going to take destiny into my own hands. Mm-hmm. Her going for this all-girls alliance, especially where two of the girls, Abby and Wentworth, mm-hmm. who've been on the bottom most of the merge. Right. It's not. It's more of the a time, bad move. It's more the timing of the thing. You yeah. know, the, the timing of the all girls alliance at at the time when Monica suggested it didn't make sense because they already had a good thing going. Exactly. Whereas now, like it, now it makes the time. sense. Yeah, it, it's a time now. So yeah. So I don't know about everyone in the live chat, but definitely let us know what you think about this because it seems come. It seems like in the story arc, it's mm-hmm. come full circle. Yeah. Kimmy didn't want a female alliance. Now what do we post see? Mer- uh, Pre merge, but mm-hmm. now post merge. She's coming up with the idea, and it's a great one. Yeah. <laughs> so, definitely very interesting. Right. The reward challenge is one of my all-time oh favorites my in the history of Survivor. Every time and any time they do the family visit, I mm-hmm. always get choked up and so emotional. I literally cried through the entire thing. I was like, okay, my makeup's going to be all messed up for right? the show. Like, Box I was crying. <laughs> like, people were walking around me. I was like, oh, my God, nobody can see me because I'm literally sitting here crying at Survivor. I'm like, right. Falling. Whose reunion... With their loved one was most touching to you. I mean, they Jeremy's. all are. 
Jeremy's. Yeah. I, I rewinded it, rewound it, whatever, and watched Jeremy's again for a second time because I thought it was so sweet. And just how she told him, it's a boy, mm-hmm. for the first time. He didn't know what what his, you know, his the wife's gender, pre- yeah. pregnant. He didn't know the gender and found it's a boy. He's like, I'm having a little, a little boy. I'm so excited. Like, I just thought it was so touching. I did, too. I would have to say, yeah, Jeremy mm-hmm. had the most, like, heartfelt reunion, but it was really... I love it because everyone, you kind of see the relationship and it's all personal to them. Like, Mm -hmm. Jeremy is one thing with Val. Mm -hmm. You see Tasha with her cousin Christine. Their dynamic is so fun. (laughs) They're more like sisters than cousins. And this is when, again, kind of keeping up with Bledsoe, Spencer's story arc of like opening up and being more vulnerable. He's he's never said I love you to her until tonight. And how special that it was on Survivor because it's to my understanding that Marcella, Spencer's girlfriend, is also a huge fan of the show. So for her to be able to take part in this experience alongside Spencer, show that she also loves. Right. And then to have her boyfriend say, I Aww. love you. Like, to me, that was just time. a heartwarming How are moment. they doing now? Um, they're still together. Oh, yay. <laughs> Based on Facebook. That was sweet. <laughs> I, it was probably so exciting for him because, you know, before leaving for Survivor, he wasn't, you know, it's not like he wasn't sure that he loved her, but he just didn't know if he wanted to express it, you know. And then, like, after being away from somebody for so long, you really understand how you feel for them when you're not with them. So it was really, like, cute that he... You know, realized that he he really did love her and wanted to be with her and and said that right on the show. That was sweet. It was adorable. Yeah. And then we have Abby Maria with her mother. Oh, that was cute. You're my mother and you're my best friend. That was sweet. I liked that. That was really precious. Keith. Big D. Yeah, it was so <laughs> funny when her his wife Tina came running out. My favorite part of the whole thing was when he goes, LA, Lower Arkansas. Lower Arkansas. And I was thinking, <laughs> okay, when I think of LA, it's Los Angeles. Okay, that's where we're based. Yeah. But all right, LA is now Lower oh, Arkansas. He, 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 she like jumped on him. He's like, oh, 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 oh. Like, it looked like he, he was like literally going to fall over. It was so good. Joe, uh, well, Kelly oh, Wentworth yeah. was great for her father, her Dale, especially because Dale and Kelly Wentworth on Survivor mm-hmm. San Juan del Sur, they didn't make it to the merge, oh, let okay. alone the family visit. Yeah. So to be able to see his daughter, who mm-hmm. he got to play with this far in the game of Second Chance, and yeah. now visiting for Aww. a family visit, I yeah. loved that moment, too, between the two of them. That, that was, was really sweet. sweet. Yeah. Joe, of course, in Worlds Apart, didn't have the opportunity to mm-hmm. make it to the family visit, um, and then he brings him to tears. It was so sweet. It was so I so love that. And he was like, I've I've dreamed of this moment since, you know, I was a kid, like watching Survivor, like of my dad being able to come out in the in the uh reunion, family reunion visit. And I definitely think his relationship with his dad is an interesting one. <laughs> like I don't kiss my dad on the lips, but uh, yeah, you know, it was kinda weird. I mean it was like not directly on the lips, it was like right. a little to the side, but yeah, it, it was, was just a little strange. strange. But maybe it was and just then, like his dad was like kinda like tickling him at one point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a little weird. But so they, cute. I mean a lot I, a lot of my friends growing up would like kiss their parents on the lips. Right. And I always thought it was kinda weird just because I didn't do that, but who oh, no. Mary Duda. Oh, we'll get to Mary Duda's comment in a second. Okay. Um, and then last but not least, Kimmy. And, you know, Probes made a really good point that Kimmy has been waiting the longest Aww. time to do something like a family visit from being on Survivor Australian Outback season two. So for her to be in the family visit, the top eight, and seeing her father run through the bushes, like, that, I can't imagine how special of a moment that would have been so for her. Mm-hmm. Especially when she said, this is the best gift to be able to give Aww. my dad. And to be a part of to see my him living dream. my dream, yeah, I loved it. Aww. Of course, the winner will get a barbecue. The challenge happened. It seemed like Kimmy was from the from the gate, like was in first place. She seemed to be leading the pack, and I was yeah. like, "Go, Kimmy, go!" Yeah. Like this and would then be she great. Felt so far, and behind. then she got a little too dizzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> she literally couldn't get back pieces. up on it. 
everyone is at the puzzle itself and it was at like Jeff said anyone's game it's mm-hmm. like you might think you have it and then all of a sudden it's not the right word you know Abby thought the word was redemption which right. is so far from nourishment right. so, <laughs> right. but luckily enough for Kelly Wentworth she got it she got she got it the reward which I was I was kind of hoping Jeremy was gonna win only because of Val and that whole situation I'm so <laughs> sad that Kelly didn't pick him I know. Why didn't she pick Let's him? talk about that. Okay. Because I know a lot of people in the chat, well, especially Mary Judah, she made a comment that said something along the lines of, you know, I thought it was unfair that Steven only got to pick two people to go with me on my reward, because the last episode, Steven brought Jeremy and Tasha on the reward, okay, whereas yeah. Wentworth got to she pick She got to pick six people, people or whatever? Yeah, so it's Wentworth, like a little insane. So she picked Keith, Abby, and Kimmy. She got to pick three, but then she got to got, pick an additional sets four. Right. So there's only three people left behind. Right. So, like, five people got to partake in this reward, and, and three yeah. people didn't. How awkward. Yeah, that's so awkward. I felt so bad for her when she had to pick that. Like, I would hate to have to pick and not have somebody be able to be with their loved one because exactly. I picked, you know. For a while, I thought there might have been, like, a little San Juan del Sur loyalty, and I would, I thought Wentworth was going to pick Jeremy right. just from the gate. And Keith was, you know, that wasn't unexpected. I pretty much expected that. I so. figured she would pick Jeremy just because he's been talking so much about Val and how excited he was to see her and everything. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. What did you think about that? Uh, Joseph Boza said in the live chat, I think with Wentworth, they wanted Joe to be there, and that is why they said that she needed to pick four people to go on the reward with her, which is Wait, interesting. what do you mean they wanted Joe to be there? Like, producers are probably like... Why. Because, you know, his whole story this entire season has been, I want to make the family visit, I want to make the family visit. It's kind of poetic in a sense, which we'll get to later This season, I, To be honest, I don't even remember him really saying that throughout the season. Really? No, like... When yeah. has he been saying this? He just wanted to make the family visit. I think I like missed these times when Joe was saying that. Like, so back yeah, at yeah, but camp. Val. Okay, but why didn't they want to pick Jeremy? Because why wouldn't the producers want Jeremy to be there? Well, I think from a game standpoint, Wentworth picked Abby Maria because that is her number one girl. So mm-hmm. it's obviously keeping Abby Maria close. If you stroke Abby Maria's ego and oh, her Abby would have been picked. her wants in the game, of course they're going to be. She's going to be loyal to you. So that's great. Keith first because and she picked Keith yeah, because Keith is kind of like so a fl- like a f- kind of like a I don't want to say floater like a floater because everyone says that. they're gonna <laughs> be mad. Not, that's not the word you use in Survivor, which is fine. Whatever, I get it, I understand <laughs> it. But he's kind of like there. Yeah. He's existing. I'll just put it that way. Right. He's existing in the game of Survivor. Doesn't really seem to have a strong tie with anyone. So I think than... by keeping Keith close, that's okay. another vote for Wentworth. That was her first guy, though. Mm-hmm. Or the first person she picked. Right. And then she picked um, Abby. Kimmy. She picked Abby. Then Abby. And then she picked Kimmy. And then she picked Kimmy. Which I thought was also great. Kimmy was so sweet about it. With the female too. alliance. With yeah. that, you know, I'm going to show Kimmy that I can remain loyal to her. So I mm-hmm. think that, I think, I'm just putting myself in Wentworth's shoes. Right. I'm not for sure why she picked these people, but it would make sense the most. Mm-hmm. And same with Joe. I think just Joe kind of, you know, it was special. Oh, <laughs> so, oh my God. All right. So back at Orkin Beach, of course, everyone was celebrating their barbecue. Mm-hmm. How awkward for the other so three. So the other three, like, that just came to visit, like, they fly into Cambodia, and then they're like, all right, see ya. Bye. Yep. That's it. Bye. Too bad they couldn't, like, hang out, like, for a couple of weeks until they got voted out, hang out right. with them in Ponderosa. Well, it's a lifetime opportunity to go or, to Cambodia, yeah, and you're it, there for five seconds right, on exactly. the beach with your loved one. And then you just have a barbecue, and then that's it? Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Well, 
back on the beach. We didn't really see a lot of interaction between the loved ones. One that we did see that was pretty prevalent was Joe and his dad, mm-hmm. obviously, because the story arc of him wanting to make the family visit mm-hmm. finally is happening. So checking it off his list. Oh, that was so sweet. And they have a really tender moment together and how, you know, growing up, I guess Joe's father wasn't very warm or affectionate and they got to this point in their relationship where they're really good friends and it was just a really cute moment between Joe and his dad. Yeah, he said, I've never had a friend like you. Yeah. They were crying. That was sweet. Yeah, I wonder if it would have been different if like Jeremy had told everybody that Val was pregnant. I think they would have picked him. I think they would have picked him. I know, it's a double Why doesn't sword. Jeremy want to tell people? Because he thinks that it's going to put a target on his back? Because if he goes to the end and he says, I'm, you know, I have a newborn, my wife's pregnant, People are going to want to give him a million dollars. It's like more of doesn't leverage. He want that? But he doesn't want people to know that now because then it's like, oh shit, if I sit next to Jeremy, I'm oh. not going to win because he has this great story of like my wife is expecting. Like the Johnny Fairplay situation? Yeah, kind of. But oh. this is actually a real situation. Like yeah. Johnny Fairplay's dad, I mean, grandma didn't really die. It was just like a way to like kind of get people to feel sympathy for him. But in the grand scheme of things with Jeremy, He's saying that he doesn't want people to know about right. his newborn I or see, his wife expecting because people see him as a threat going to the end with him, which I think is pretty smart to kind of keep that under wraps. But it is a double-edged sword, like you brought up, Paige, because right. had people known that, I think maybe Wentworth would have chosen him to partake in the reward. But it's smarter for him because I would rather win a million dollars than go on a reward with my wife. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but, you know, I guess the pro for Jeremy, Spencer, and Tasha not winning the reward is that it they gave the three of them a chance to talk I away from too. the rest of the group. Mm-hmm. And this is when we see a final three alliance kind of strike up. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's been talking about voting blocks, but this is the first time it's like we're going to the end together that right. I've seen. So... Jeremy brings up the question of what do you guys think of her picks? There's that conversation kind of flowing. Mm-hmm. Spencer, of course, it was kind of expected. Mm-hmm. And that's when we hear the quote of the episode, tiny little shanks to the heart, one mm-hmm. by one. Mm-hmm. It does suck to not be picked for the reward. But in their defense, they get to it have an opportunity. For an opportunity that could be really game-changing for the three of them right. if they choose to stick with one another, which I... Well, now, too, the all the girls think that Tasha's on... The All Girls Alliance mm-hmm. because she did what they said and voted out, voted out Joe. It'll be interesting, but she's really with the other guys. So yeah, we'll see. Um, Spencer is the one that brings up the alliance. He goes, "How do you feel about us in the final three? Wait, say that again. Spencer was the one that brought up. How do you feel oh, yeah. about us in the final? Three. Tasha. Then Spencer. they bring up the, the Stephen Boat again because Tasha and Jeremy were not a part of that blind like, side. I, I know you felt a little weird about this. Yes, and he said it wasn't against you, but it was against Stephen. But mm-hmm. now I think again, Spencer did a great move in taking out Stephen mm-hmm. because now he's the third. Now he's the third. He's the third. He's the new Stephen. <laughs> so he positioned Damn, himself Spencer in such a good, a good spot. Yeah, he did. So again, I don't think people are singing enough praises for Spencer. Right. I think Spencer is playing he did a, really a really good, good game job. and he's evolving and he's really seizing that second chance theme. Yeah. So I love it. But yeah, this is when the alliance strikes up. Mm-hmm. This is when Tasha gets a little shady yeah. with the girls. In some respects, because she informs Stephen and, uh, I mean, she informs Spencer, Spencer and Jeremy, and Jeremy yeah. that there's a girls' alliance. But yeah, and she was saying, you know, like, I'm loyal. I've been loyal from the beginning. I'm going to tell you what's going on, you know, because Jeremy's her, like, number one. So she's going to 
go back to him and tell mm-hmm. him stuff because she really feels like she wants to be loyal. Right. And she's like, it, it'd be dishonest for me not to. Actually, I'm mistaken. She talked about that later. I, my notes, okay. uh, Ollie wrote was an old girls alliance. This is when she's talking in her pre, in her confessional. She's saying, mm-hmm. oh, but I have this also thing on the side of right. girls alliance, which could work out to my favor. Right. She did not tell them in that moment that there was a girls but alliance. But she did tell on. them. Eventually. Right. Yeah. And she, she kind of also said too, you know, like there's not going to be ve- very many more opportunities for us to take out Joe. Mm-hmm. Like after this, like, he lost his one challenge. There's going to be no more opportunities for that. You know, like, you give him an inch, he takes a mile. So. Mm-hmm. And then at the immunity challenge, it seems like Joe against the world oh at this God. point. <laughs> Two people are going to win this immunity, which was kind of shocking. Mm-hmm. One woman, one man mm-hmm. will win. There's a section of a poll that will be added every five minutes. That's legit for the girls because they, like... Got kind of knocked out right away, and then right away, like, All boom, right. boom, boom. Yeah. So <laughs> when your statue falls, you're out of the competition. Mm-hmm. Everyone got to the ten foot, yeah, length of the pole, and then Jeff had some sound bite there, which I was laughing what about because it? it was like foreshadow. He goes with a wooden statue over your head. It's ten feet high. Be mindful of that. When it drops, get out of the way. Yeah. So I thought something. Was I gonna thought someone's happen. gonna fall on someone's head. Yeah. When I heard that, I was like, oh shoot, someone's gonna like have it fall. And especially in the preview last week for this week's episode, it's a little deceiving because it uh-huh. had a clip flashed to one of the statues falling. And so you think that this statue is going to fall on somebody's right, head right, and right, give them yeah. a concussion. Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, God. But first one out is Kimmy, first to drop, Abby, and Tasha, which automatically means Wentworth well, wins the female immunity necklace. Then, bam, Spencer drops. Jeremy drops just like that, mm-hmm. leaving Joe versus Keith. Like we had a couple weeks ago. Yes. Same thing. They uh, do it out forever. Uh-huh. They're at the 14-foot pole, and then God. after an hour and 20 minutes, oh they're God. at 16 feet So they had pole. already had the... Re- was this an hour and 20 total, or an hour and 20 for this pole? An hour and 20 minutes to this point. Okay, and that's a total. Total, 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 yeah, total. Up okay. to this point, it was only God, an hour and, your and 20 minutes. the whole time? Yes. Oh, my God. And the 16 feet of pole was, like, the final. Like, that was the cap. Um, Joe kind of like gets a little hazy. Yeah. And his thing starts moving. Then Keith starts moving. All the way like down. You can see everybody's just like when Joe's is going, they're like, yes, 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 yes. (laughs) I'm like, oh. They're all like, oh, please let Joe fall. Which is funny. Like, it's just because like if Joe, I mean, I don't know. Like, Keith would never be voted out anyways, even if he didn't get immunity. Right. (laughs) But they just want Joe gone. But unfortunately, Joe is just pushing himself a little too much in the game of Survivor, where his body just gave out on him, completely collapsing. Mm -hmm. I think at first, everyone was just kind of like, oh, Keith wins immunity, and then when Joe's not getting right back up, everyone's like... Oh my god, no. Oh, literally, they started cheering. Like, they were literally like, woo! I was like, oh my god, okay, when somebody loses, like, I think it was just like a reaction. Like, they didn't mean it in a bad way, but like, they all wanted Joe to get out so bad that like, they all like literally cheered. And I was like, okay, first of all, it's not classy at all. Like, you shouldn't cheer when somebody loses, like, regardless, Mm -hmm. you know? And I know that they didn't mean it like that, but it just, I don't know, it came across like, and obviously they didn't want him to fall, but like, I just didn't like that they even like cheered like when he lost. Oh, but maybe it was a cheer for Keith. No, it was no. it was when he felt like they were all looking at him like I think it was a cheer for Joe to be out. They were not cheering for Keith. I mean, they were happy Maybe. that Keith won, right? But like it seemed like they were like happier that it was Joe that fell. You know? Yeah. 
Unfortunately for Joe, he has he gets a little emotional. He says, "I wanted to play this game as hard Aww. as I can. I'm vulnerable again. I could be voted out at tribal He's council." Shaking like Poor his hand. Guy. Ugh. Back at beach, Abby Maria makes a snide comment. Typical Abby Maria. Oh my god! It was great to see Joe collapse and lose to a 52 year old man. It's time for him to go. Yeah, it's like Abby. Like he literally just passed out. Like what? God bless you, Abby Maria. Oh my god! I mean, All her comments. And even, like, I think Wentworth on the flip side was like, you know, it was scary to see that happen mm-hmm. to him. But at the same time, in game mode, you're like, oh, well, now he didn't win. Right. Good move, like, moment to take him out. Oh, poor Joe. He was so sad. Joe is working every angle that he possibly can, though, which you can't fault him for. He proposes to Jeremy that they should vote out Abby Maria because everyone wants to sit next to her in the end since she's easy money. Mm-hmm. Which is true. Like, Abby Maria will never win a game like Survivor. She just won't. Right. And so by bringing someone like Abby Maria along, it knocks one of your mm-hmm. competitions out of the running and all you have to do is beat the other person out. Right. So, Joe is making a really strong proposal and mm-hmm. I was thinking for a while that people might I thought people were gonna go for it bait. yeah and I would have loved to have seen that but unfortunately it didn't work out that way Ugh. this is when Tasha sits down with That's Jeremy and Spencer and says the girls want to do an all-girl alliance she told them because she didn't want them to risk finding out from someone else eventually and, and not thinking that she's distress, loyal right which I think is brilliant oh yeah absolutely I did see a tweet tonight from thy tan t-h-y-t-a-n 11 Survivor, someone who called Jeff Varner a rat, just ratted out an idea <laughs> for an all-girls alliance. Come on, man. She did call Varner a rat mm-hmm. in front of everybody. Yeah. And then she kind of and then had she kind of did tendencies. the same. See, you see people saying one thing and doing the other. Like, when it comes down to you on the line, you know, you're saying, like, you're mad at everybody for doing things, but then when it comes down to you... Mm-hmm. Sweet Survival. <laughs> Jeremy's talking about how he was planning on voting out Joe, but when Tasha informs him of this all-girl alliance, oh my god, like what are you, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. So, it seems like in my opinion the case for Abby Maria was really really strong. Right, but so at we would have time, Keith, the, Jeremy, the, Tasha and Joe voting as Abby Maria. Yeah. Done. But the case to vote out Joe is a little bit stronger. greater. Than the Abby Maria because proposal. they need Joe gone. Mm-hmm. Ugh, Going into tribal council, there was a lot of conversation about you know. Well, Wentworth said you know back to game mode. After that, it was really scary. But this guy doesn't have immunity anymore. Mm-hmm. Jeremy says people know who's on the chopping block right now. Both Joe and Abby Maria raised Raise their hands, hands, which is pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Abby says, I always feel like I'm on the bottom because of the connection that I had with Sierra and Wentworth. Joe calling her out and saying, well, I think you are a threat in the game because everyone wants to take you to the end. Right. Because you survive each vote. (laughs) I love what Jeff said. Probes, without hesitation, (laughs) goes, well, who... Oh, taking up the seat. Someone like who you can drag to the end because they won't win... It might be taking your spot in the final three. Exactly. I was, I was just waiting for Abby to Abby Marie to interject and be like, "Excuse me, not win? I can't win." Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, what do you mean I can't win? She's no idea. So interesting. Oh my god. But and it's true. I mean, the argument is really true because Abby Maria more than likely has a possibility of getting to the end because right. she is such a goat. So I don't know. I just Wentworth also literally hated what everything that Joe was saying. Everything coming out of Joe's mouth, she was like. Rolling her eyes. She hated it. She hated it. Well, uh, he made a good point that said, if you don't have a solid four, you're going to be eight. You're You're going to be be seven. seven. You're you're going to be be six. six. And then it was time to vote. 
Abby goes up there and votes for Joe, and while she's okay, doing it, rude. First of all, <laughs> of course, you're moldy. I don't know what that means. He's because he's been in there for too long. He should have been gone too like a long time ago. He's moldy. He's old. You're moldy. You're moldy. Please get your hair cut. You look like a clown. <laughs> like after all this, like has Abby Maria not learned anything? Like so after ridiculous. everything, always making rude ass comments. Like come on, like grow up. Oh, Sorry. Abby Maria. Unfortunately, Sorry, people are going to get mad at me, but... <laughs> Unfortunately for Joe, the cards... And I think Joe's hair looks good. I do, too. So... But we can't love Joe too much, because that's when people get upset with Oh, us. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but in Joe's defense... Okay, so Joe gets voted out tonight. Unfortunately. Goodbye to Joe. I think it was time for him to go. He played a really good game up until this point. A lot of people in our last few after shows are like, I don't get all the Joe love. I don't understand it. First off, I've never once said he's playing a flawless game. I've right. never once sang his praises. All I'm saying is he's good looking. And you can't fault <laughs> exactly. me for saying that. I think that he's a good looking guy. I think he's a very nice guy. I think he ha- he seems like, you know, a good person that has good values. Yeah. Like, he's a good player. He's athletic. He's strong. Like, what is there not to like about him? Sorry, yeah, we don't think that he's playing a flawless game necessarily, but he's uh, he seems like a good person, so we say that we like him. But like, yeah. what's so bad about that? It's just so funny. People are like, "Oh, I don't get the Joe love. What is he doing in this game? What kind of game is he playing?" Blah right. blah, blah blah. And I'm thinking, I just say that I like him. Right. I like him. I, as a person, personally, I personally like him. Like him and I, I personally don't like Abby Maria, <laughs> <laughs> and I think he's pretty cute. Yeah. You know? So. So funny how people are just God. so bent up over our opinions on Joe. <laughs> but I want to bring up something. Again, I guess not to toot my own horn of being a fan. I do read Steven's Survivor blog on mm-hmm. People.com. Okay. And I want to point out that we may talk about Joe every now and then about what we like about him. But even Steven Fishback in his blog last week gave Joe a fishy. Which is like Stephen Fishback's version of an award for the episode, oh, really? his MVP. Okay. Gave Joe a fishy. He said, everybody assumed Joe would be gone the moment he lost immunity, and I sure assumed it. Uh-huh. Joe managed to make deep bonds that carried him through his moment of vulnerability. That was one of the tests of his second chance success, and he met it. Okay, so, that's great. Yeah. everyone out there who doesn't think that Joe played a good game because of what editors are showing us. All they're showing us is that he's a game bot in the sense that he's winning all these challenges. Right. And, ah, I'm a golden boy. Clearly, he's doing something right. Exactly. Stephen Fishback saying his praises. Yeah. Not just that, but even tonight, Tasha said, we gotta get rid of Joe. He's a strong threat, and he has really strong ties with people. Mm-hmm. So, And they almost still didn't get rid of him. So Exactly. Yep. That's the only thing I'll say about Joe. And then he's really attractive. <laughs> All right, we're done about Joe. <laughs> so, unfortunately, Joe left tonight, which that means it leaves seven people left in the competition. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Oh my god. Look at our fantasy <gasps> draft team. Damn, graphic. you're still doing good, James. Thank you. It's wow. So many X's. This game and this season is going by so fast. Wow, you have a good team still. Yeah. So he so James has Spencer, Kelly Wentworth, Abby, Abby Maria, Maria, and Kimmy. And Kimmy. I still have Tasha and, and Jeremy, and then Susanna just has Keith. Mm-hmm. Oh, Susanna. Oh, Susanna. I wish she was Too here bad. to talk about Sorry, it. Sorry, Susanna. <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting. Like, once, like, what if she loses Keith next week? She's going to. Then she's going to Maybe ha- not next ha- week. Right, but, but she's like, doesn't have anybody left on our team. Too bad. So, since we do have a few more minutes left of our after show, as you see the standings left for the fantasy team, we all, I think, I think Keith won't make it to the end. But I think you and I have really strong teams that I think yeah. we will see some of our players in the top three. I think... <sighs> I think next week it's either going to be Kimmy or Keith. 
voted out. Yeah. I would say Abby Maria or Keith. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. So let's kind of like break it down really quick because I know a lot of the people have their opinions on who they think is the best, like most deserving or who's playing the best game, mm-hmm. which again caused a lot of controversy on our after show mm-hmm. last week because my opinions did not line up with the rest. Mm-hmm. Who at this point do you think is playing the best game? Okay. But that doesn't mean no one else is playing a good game. Right. Just, just who's- who in your opinion is playing the best game and why? Um... I might say Spencer at this point. Really? I think Spencer's playing a great game right now. He seems to be dodging keeps, through a lot of votes. He's dodging bullets. He's he's getting in the alliances where he needs to go. He's How many times has he been on the chopping block and he's found his way out of it? He's, Cat with nine lives. Right, exactly. And he's I, I think he's just been doing a really, really good job so far. And I think he's really seizing the opportunities to be more social. Like, right. More so than he was And he's getting on yeah. other bandwagons when he needs sure. to. He's starting his own when he needs to. I think Spencer's doing great. Um... I don't know. What do you what what do you think? It's tough because I feel like I can make an argument for almost everyone. Almost everyone. Right. But the top three contenders for me mm-hmm. are Wentworth, Spencer, and Jeremy. Yeah, I was gonna say They're the standouts to me mm-hmm. as a gameplay. As far as the best gameplay that I think is playing the best, I would have to say Kelly Wentworth. I don't know what like what okay, yes, Jeremy has an immunity idol and he, you know, we pulled that last week. Yeah. But other than that, what's what's so great about his gameplay? Jeremy? Yeah. You know, well, like, I'm trying to think. Well, I mean, okay, last week I said that he didn't, he wasn't the best player, but he is playing a great game. And right. what I think that Jeremy is working to his strengths is that everyone likes him. Yeah. Every single person likes him to mm-hmm. the point where they're not talking about him as a threat. And they all go to Jeremy for when they need things or, right. you know, to help them. Which, you know, last week I said, if people aren't talking about you, then clearly you're not doing something. But... I will say I choked on my words. I'll take them back. Mm-hmm. There's pros and cons to that. Jeremy's not a target, so obviously he's doing something right. Right. Do I think his game is standout? Not necessarily. Yeah, what, yeah I don't think his game is very standout. And you know? when I said, I called him a floater last week, which I know is a big brother term, not a survivor term, but he's not a goat by any right, means. Right, no. Maybe the word I should have used is that he's kind of coasting along, because he has been hiding behind Joe. Sure. Which is great strategy. It's a defensive mechanism. Everyone's more focused on Joe and not Jeremy, because mm-hmm. Jeremy is a big guy. Which is what Jeremy said he wanted to do from the threat. beginning. Exactly. So he's obviously playing those cards correctly. Mm-hmm. Not just that, but he does have a lot of personal ties with all of these people. Even Sierra mentioned, hey, I don't want to be sitting next to someone like Jeremy at the end of this game because he will win. Which is, okay, obviously people are starting to think that Jeremy can Mm -hmm. win this game. Which I don't think that he can't win. I think he can absolutely win. Mm -hmm. But just from what I've seen, and I'm just saying based on the edit alone, Mm -hmm. we're not out there 24-7 with these players. I don't think Jeremy is playing the most mind-blowing game that I think he could be playing. Mm -hmm. I think he's playing a great game, Mm -hmm. but in my opinion, I think Wentworth was so underrated in San Juan del Sur. Mm -hmm. People did not think she deserved to be on Survivor Second Chance. Mm -hmm. She's proven to everyone that... deserve it? Because she didn't make it far in San Juan Uh, del Sur. Not a lot of people knew who she was. She made it on the show, and she's exceeding people's expectations of her gameplay. She found the first immunity idol in this game. She was able to coast through this game, being a threat, and then all of a sudden when people were talking about her as a threat, she played the idol and saved herself. Right. Now she's no longer being talked about. Exactly. So she's done yeah, good at she's being doing, like on uh, the front lines of right. battle. Yeah. And then retreating into the back and being mm-hmm. a, kind of under the radar. Yeah. So yeah, I, Wentworth, just, I would say best gameplay probably Wentworth or Spencer for me. I just, I love, I just, 
I think what Kelly Wentworth is doing is just far more compelling. Right. And that's why, for me as a fan, I think that's more worthy and rootable, in my opinion. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. But Jeremy, as a player, I think is doing a great job. Yeah. And I think Spencer is also doing a great job, Mm -hmm. because like you said... He's dodged he's, so many votes. Right. And he's been talked he's about. People doing what have he needs to do right when he needs threat. to do it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So for me, those are the top three standouts. But mm-hmm. if I have to say someone who's playing the best game that I don't think is really getting enough credit online, it's Kelly Wentworth. Yeah. I see a lot of Jeremy praise, mm-hmm. which I can get behind. Right. But it's not the best. Yeah. I'm not compelled by his gameplay. Right. I'm not. We see a lot of people talking about Spencer, you know, other people, but not as much about Kelly. You're right. Yeah. She's so, been great. I would like to see more from Jeremy, and I think... There's a lot of room for that potential. Right. So, I don't know. And he's still got that idol. And he's still got that idol. Still got that but idol. hopefully he'll actually use it wisely. Yeah. Oh. And save it to use it on himself. Oh. Yeah. And Wentworth still has an idol, too. So, really quick predictions. Wait, Wentworth still has an idol? Wait. She got an idol. And now. Oh, my God. I yeah. totally forgot. <laughs> I'm like, wait, she used her idol. Like, yeah, but then she found the yeah, one. Yeah, then the she reward. found the one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for predictions, who do you think is going to go home next week? I'm going to stand by what I said before and say Keith or Kimmy. Okay. I kind of agree. I think it's going to be Keith or Abby Maria. You think it's Abby Maria? Yeah. Well, I mean, she was on the chopping block this this week. I think the the argument to get out Abby Maria is really strong. Mm -hmm. And it's a good one. It's it's a good one. And people might think, eh, it's my Let's just get her out. We've used her enough. Yeah. (laughs) We've used her. Whereas Keith, you know, he is a game player mm-hmm. as far as like he's good in challenges right and he doesn't really seem to have a solid alliance surprising which I think how good. could hurt him yeah it's surprising how good keith is in challenges to me right oh my god but i think it's gonna hurt him that he doesn't have a solid, solid alliance voting block right yeah so that's true yeah. good cause yeah. can't wait to see what happens so i think keith or abby maria and then as far as like i would really like to see the final three be wentworth spencer and jeremy because like I said, I think they're all playing the best. They're, they're all playing great games, and I just that would probably be my favorite three that would be in there. Yeah, I think that would be such a strong and epic final tribal council. But three between I three so, players who have someone, displayed three different types of ways to play the game right. of Survivor and executed them flawlessly. Someone in live chat before said, "Like, what if in the end it's literally just Abby, Kimmy, and Keith? Like, if it's like, Abby, oh Kimmy, God. and Keith in the end, I would hope to heck that Kimmy wins. <laughs> hope to heck. Oh my God. <laughs> it's just, I, I love this season. It's yeah. been so unpredictable. It's been incredibly exciting. Yeah. I hopefully will have Monica back in the studio next week, so we'll be able to ask her what she thought about Kimmy making right. this Girl Alliance power move oh tonight. Oh my God. And one more question about predictions. Do you think the Girl Alliance is going to stick? No. Do you? I think maybe for one round and then after that. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yep. Not going to happen. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yes, it will. All right, Paige, where can they find you on social media? All right, you guys can find me at Paige Bonanno. And you can find me on Twitter at James Wallington, on Instagram at James.Wallington. And you can find me every Monday here on AfterBuzzTV.com for the Amazing Race After Show at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.